Guilty. Guilty is charged. Joaquin. Achivaldo Guzman Loera. El Chapo. The Mexican drug lord, who I told you, there's no way he gets away, right? I mean, it was just, it was, it was, I don't even know why we went through the, the process, except that it was, well, this is America. We go through the process. It's upsetting, though. Would like to see him not guilty. I would have, uh, me too. Me too. So he uh, allegedly, and it isn't allegedly anymore, he just found guilty, right? So it's not Yeah, allegedly. no, it's not alleged. I mean, no, he's it's guilty. guilty, yeah. Uh, pocketed nearly $14 billion Oof. as the decades. Well, you know it was more than that. Yeah. You know it was more than the that. The rats got $14 billion seems like peanuts. Yes. They, you, found, you found out in two couches of him. That's it. Right. Uh, as decades-long head of the Sonola cartel, $14 billion. That seems like, I think I think he's got $14 billion in suitcases still. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, pocket change. It, he's, that, those are buried in the mountains still. He knows where those are at. What mountains? Do you remember the mountains? The ch- what? Do you remember the mountains? Yeah, the mountains. The, the, his Sonoma game, and he took off and hit it. Yeah, well, stuff. what yeah, were the names? Right there. Oh, okay. Don't get smart. Just tell me the stupid name of the mountains. I don't know the mountains. No. I figured you knew. Yeah, no, they're right there. Oh, okay. It's right there in the country. Duh. But, of course, I mean, Joaquin. Achivaldo Guzman Loera. El Chapo. Uh, 61 now. Now, he's had 10 counts against him. Including uh, engaging in a continuing criminal enterprise. Shut up. Okay. Uh, conspiracy to launder narcotics proceeds. What's he supposed to do when he, when he makes the money? That's just whatever he does with it is laundering. Investment. Right? It doesn't matter. Right, but that's still, you know, if it's fruit from the, from the poisonous tree. Oh, shut up. Uh, international distribution of cocaine, heroin, marijuana, and other drugs. Is that wrong? <laughs> I like how they put other drugs, really? Just whatever. You know, whatever was being shipped. Fentanyl. Oh, it doesn't matter. All of it. Uh, and use of firearms. You have to put that and in And use there. of firearms. You know he uh, used firearms. Now, of course, well, I mean, we covered the, a little bit of the trial. He pled uh, not guilty. What? You blame him? Now, he's going to be sentenced. And I wonder why we go, why are we doing? Why didn't the judge just say life in a maximum security, life in uh, the Colorado maximum security prison for all the bad guys. Have a nice day. It'd be kind of cool to see him next to Bill Cosby. If that's, but that's, Cosby's in like a, that's a, that's a suburb, man. That's a suburb jail of where, what Cosby's in. Guzman, Guzman has broken out of harder places than Joaquin that. Chivaldo Guzman Lora is used to high living. So Bill Cosby, wherever Bill Cosby is, the kind of type that Joaquin Achivaldo Guzman no needs. That's why he needs to be at the uh, the uh, maximum security place. I can't remember what it's called now, the name of it in Colorado. Gosh darn it. Hold, please hold. Your listenership is very important to us. We'll be with you momentarily. Please hold. Your listenership. Hello? Uh, yes, I was just here to tell you that it's Supermax. It's Supermax in Colorado. Yeah, okay, thank you. But that's where he's going to be, right? He's not going to go anywhere. They're not going to put him in. They're not going to put him in the high living with Cosby. I mean, Cosby is in prison, but it's. I mean, he's got the guards taking him out for a walk. He's not a dog. He's got the guards taking him out for a walk. He is. He is. He's got the other. He's got the other inmates coming to him, and he's he's, he's teaching them, them, right? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, yeah, he's teaching he's, them. He's yeah. giving them. Uh, he's giving them uh, thoughts and how to live. 
I just realized I went out to lunch and now I've got something that spilled out my shirt as oh, I'm no. talking. Oh no! Lick it. It's really. I just Lick it. touched it with my fingers. Lick it. What is it? I don't know. Is it ketchup? No. What did you place, have? We went to a place for lunch today, and it was. It looked good. It looked really good. What was it? It was, it was called the uh, the diner or something. It's just a local little diner. Oh, okay. okay. It's, it's a nice little. It's a nice little place, but it. Everything about it looks great except. It had Hunt's ketchup. I almost walked out. Oh, no. I mean, the, the lady looked at me like... Hunt's? The lady Oof. looked at me like I was crazy when I said, uh, one of the things that we need to have done is uh, one of your people needs to run next door to the 7-Eleven and get some Heinz ketchup. And I bet they give you that face of like, is he serious? Right. They and, did. And, uh, yes. <laughs> I am serious. If I was ready to order something that needed to have ketchup on it, uh, I would have gone to the 7-Eleven myself. I come in with my own Heinz. Not using Heinz. Not doing it. And, nah, never mind. I won't get into that. But now I have some. Anyway, there's something that spilled on my shirt. What really, did you have? I don't know. Just something. No, what did you have to eat? I don't know. Just something. Food. A diner that didn't need ketchup. So if I wipe it on this chair here, do you think Keith will know? Oh, no, he wouldn't know. All right, good. So the uh, he's sentencing for uh, Joaquin... Achivaldo Guzman Loera. Uh, is on June 25th. Why are we waiting until June? June? Why are we waiting until June for his sentencing? What, has the judge got to think over what he's going to give him? He's got 10 counts. The jury found him guilty. Sentence him to life in Supermax. Have a nice day. We're done. Right? I mean, what a... June? Who are we kidding? Well, they can't show speed. It's all a show. I mean, just stop it. Just put him in the Supermax. Here in the criminal justice system. I know. I know. You said Tootsie Rolls? Yes. Yes, that's what they have, Tootsie Rolls. Hey, welcome to Chewing the Fat. You know how you can tell that they don't make things like they used to? How, Jeffy? I'm, I'm wearing a shirt that I wear frequently. Yeah, every day. Frequently. I don't wear it every, every day. day. But, you know... A lot of days. Because it's just a bougie shirt. I like it. It's a comfy shirt. Yeah, it's a nice shirt. Yeah, it's a very comfy comfy shirt. And if I get cold, I put my other other jacket on over it. It's fine. If I get warm, take it off. It's nice. I like it. And I've had, I've got maybe three or four shirts in my closet now that have been with me for a long time. Because they used to be regular shirts. And now they're just hanging there lonely. Like, we used to, you used to love us and you don't wear us anymore. And why don't you do something with us? But they're still there and they still hold a place in my heart. But this shirt has not been a regular shirt for very long. Okay? And it's already starting to show wear and tear of, of everyday wearing. And that's not good. That's not good. We need to up the uh, up the making of shirts. I don't know where this... I'm going to have to take it off now. I want to see where it was made. I don't know where... I don't know if this... I can is, send Christian and he can yeah, look. Let me take... Come here. Hey, Christian. Where's it made? Come here. I need you to go over there and check right, see where, where that shirt made. was made. Otherwise, I'm going to take it off. I would, Christian. <laughs> for those of you watching on the podcast, um, Christian is walking into the studios oh, right now, and yeah, then he's going to check where it's made. Where is it made? Nicaragua. Oh, Nicaragua. Okay. See, the shirts that are last longest are the ones made in either Ukraine or uh, Vietnam. 
I think we've just proven that. Poor Nico Wargians. Uh, no, not poor. Nico Wargians. Yeah, no. Nicaraguans? No. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. Managua, Nicaragua. The, uh, <laughs> that's the only reason. I don't want to talk about Nicaragua. Now I'm mad at them. I don't even care about them anymore. They make crappy shirts. Speaking of El Chapo, okay, uh, his uh, his pal Pablo Escobar. Why are you looking at me like that? Is he from Nicaragua or something? Did I, did I miss something? Uh, people are all are all wound up at Pablo because uh, in the uh, Magdalena River, Magdalena River, Magdalena, pronounce it for me. Magdalena. That's what I said. The river. Um, apparent- but hold on, before you continue, oh, can boy. we give him proper, you know, because his name it's is Pablo not just, Escobar. It's not just Pablo Escobar. <laughs> you know, since we gave, you know, Joaquin Achivaldo Guzman Loera. Pablo is not El Chapo, though. True. But Pablo Emilio Escobar Gaviria, that's his full name. All right, well, I thank you. If these, one of these drug dealers does not give me $100 million, I'm going to be pissed. All right? I mean, I'll turn it down, of course, because I don't want to be, I don't want to have anything to do with them. And no, he's not from Nicaragua. He's from Colombia. Yeah, Pablo. Yeah. yeah him and El Chapo not like each other. So apparently he, uh, and I remember a while ago, and if you go back and listen to the podcast, one of my first Saturday podcasts was about the the one time they wanted to bring hippos to the United States. And I talk about how, you know, the, 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 the idea, how it came about and what they wanted to do. And they wanted to make hippos the cattle because uh, they were trying to feed America. We were, we, were, we were growing and we didn't have food. And the idea was is that hippos, we'd bring in hippos and breed them and we'd eat them. I don't know why they're not doing that in Colombia. Because now they've got, uh, you know, Pablo brought in all these hippos, must have read my story, heard my podcast, and said, hey, that's a good idea. And so he brought in these hippos, and now they're breeding, and they're taking over this this river in Colombia. Nice. I know. And uh, now they're running wild all over, and people are all wound up in Colombia. So it works. It works. So what you're saying here that it works. So what they need to do instead of worrying about what are we going to do? The hippos are taking over. Eat them. Use them for food. Unbelievable. So they, uh, apparently there's, uh, there's a number of hippos that they're all freaked out about. They're starting to take over. They don't know what to do with them. One less in Colombia. Let's eat it. Let's cook it up. Build a fire. Put it on a spit. Around and around it goes. Have a, we're having a we're having a hippo roast. Let's go. I mean, I just it doesn't make any sense to me. It just doesn't make any sense why they would because now they oh, they're only good in Africa. We don't know what to do with the hippos. What should we do? Hippo cue. We're having a little barbecue. Let's go. 
I mean, come on. It's got, it doesn't make any sense to me. It just doesn't. But I'm all for it. I mean, Pablo, thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, I'm with you, babe. Uh, and, uh, you know, look, I, I never liked El Chapo anyway. It's you. Now, there's another, speaking as long as we're on animals, uh, the London Zoo uh, had uh, two tigers that they were trying to get hooked up. So they do a little tiger business. Make a little, <laughs> have a little London Zoo tiger business going on. And uh, they, they hung out and put them in separate cages for 10 days. They just walked around, got them to know each other and, uh, you know, tried to set up when they thought was time for when they thought, ooh, you know, they're both ready for a little tiger business. And uh, so they swiped right and uh, opened up the cage doors and uh, he killed her. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I wandering around. She was such a bitch to him for 10 days in separate cages that when they finally got together, they opened up the cage. Oh, okay. Now's the time for tiger business. Even the orangutans were saying, yeah, tiger business, tiger business. And so they opened up the cage and they brought him together. And he just said, no, I'm not having any of this and killed her. So good. The animals, the, the handlers are all scrambling, trying to intervene. There were loud noises and flares. People are trying to get them apart. Nah. The guy was just like, no. The man, the man tiger was like, no. <sighs> right? I mean, if he had a gun, that's what would have happened. But since he didn't, he just bit it and clawed it to death. That was so good. I mean, but they're not wild animals. They're beautiful beings at the zoo. And then we know exactly what they're new. It's everything is fine. And we're just devastated by the loss. Are you? Yeah. Well, there you have it. That's what you get for trying to hook a brother up. <laughs> <laughs> the head tiger keeper, Catherine Sanders, described, uh, described her as a handsome, confident cat who is known for being very affectionate with our ladies in his life. But we're hoping he'll... He'll be the perfect mate for our beautiful Milani, but nope. <laughs> that was so good. I wish. You know there's video somewhere. You know there is because they had to be filming it because they're all proud of their tiger business. They've been wandering around for 10 days. Open up the cage. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Speaking of that. Have you noticed that I I noticed lately that I've seen more and more little uh, fluffy animals and puppies and cats and stuff on my social media pages, uh, especially uh, my in particular Facebook. And I have a theory now. I think that that's being pumped up by Facebook as their new little, we all need to get along, be happy, uh, be happy, get along with each other. So they have their little cat videos and their fluffy animal videos. And those are just being forced on us. Knock it off. I don't want to see them. You can't make me be nice. I'm like a tiger in the London zoo. Open up that cage. I'll kill you. Nah, I have no idea what that meant. <laughs> no idea what that meant. And speaking of, I mean, I never would kill anyone. Are you kidding? This is a silly joke. 
Did you know also, as long as we're on animals, snakes I know really aren't animals, but they're in the animal realm, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, in the caves of Cuba, at the uh, Desembarco del Granada National Park, don't tell me, that I'm pretty close to that's how you pronounce it. Uh, these boas that they have found in the caves in Cuba hunt in packs. So not only now do you have to be scared of just a snake, you know, like you go to those islands where there's a bunch of snakes and they all, they're all, they're all, there's a bunch of snakes, but they're all singular. You know, they're all kind of attacking on their own. Now these snakes are hunting in packs. That's what we need more of is packs of snakes roaming the planet. No, thank you. We need to bring the tiger from the London Zoo over to Cuba and set him free on that island so he can kill some snakes. Because somebody's got to take care of these hunting and pack snakes. We cannot have this. This cannot be allowed on the planet. I don't compete. I don't care. You can, you can fight me all you want. I'm all for letting the snakes be on the planet. But when they start hunting in packs, no. That's where I put my foot down. Snakes are not to hunt in packs. And I'm pretty sure that's the way God wants it. These snakes are now going against God. All right, so a guy in Texas, speaking of tigers, a guy in Texas uh, finds a tiger in a, in a garage in a house. All right, it's an abandoned house. He's going to go smoke the store. The headline of the story is Texas man enters abandoned home to smoke weed, finds tiger instead. Let's just go out the garage, man. This place looks like a dump. Wow. This, this weed is so good. That looks like a tiger. Uh, wow. No, that can't be. <sighs> it's still here. Is that still the same tiger? A real tiger thinks he's hallucinating. He finds a tiger in a guy's garage. Okay, a couple things out of this story. All right. What are you, 10 years old? Sneaking into an abandoned house to smoke cigarettes or smoke weed? Get your own place. I mean, who, do, who does that? Who's going into an abandoned house to smoke weed when they're an adult? Stop it. <laughs> really? Come on. We used to have an old house that was abandoned in the neighborhood. That was our hangout house. You'd go in, you had to climb in through the basement window and climb up the stairs. And that was our, that's where you smoke cigarettes and look at dirty magazines. That's what you did. What is he, 10? So then, if you are actually, if you are breaking into an abandoned home to smoke weed, as the story goes, uh, you think you're hallucinating? I'm guessing you're not buying that good a pot. You're not buying good enough pot to hallucinate on, bro. Okay? If you're breaking into abandoned homes to smoke your pot. But that would scare the hell out of you. Right? No matter how old you are, whatever you're doing, an abandoned home that's supposed to be abandoned anyway, and you break in and start looking around, and you go into one of the rooms that has a tiger in it. Uh, hello. Remember, uh, 
Remember a hangover when they wake up and the tiger's in the bathroom? That's how you're going to feel, man. Right there, there's a tiger in the bathroom. As you, as you get up. He's <laughs> getting up going to the bathroom. Whoa. I'll cut you off from peeing real quick. Speaking of pot, though, uh, a federal bill uh, that's going to legalize cannabis and regulate it like alcohol was introduced in the Senate uh, last Friday by a Democratic senator of Oregon. Uh, the bill, the Marijuana Revenue and Regulation Act, and has been designated as S-420 and is a companion measure to H.R. 420, which was introduced in the House of Representatives by fellow Oregon Democrat Representative Earl Blumenauer. Uh, last month so we have that look to, to look forward to uh, you know many states are doing it but it's still a federally illegal so it's making it difficult for banking and some other businesses to take place in the states because the banks don't want to go against federal law so it, it's time to do something about that for sure and in ohio uh this is uh this is probably one of my favorite stories when when animals and people uh Wake up when you think that they're gone and then freak out. Some of my favorite stories. So police in Ohio, uh, Columbus, Ohio to be exact, um, on Friday responded to a home uh, because there was an overdose. So they got there, they revived the man, uh, and they put him in an ambulance. And while he's in the ambulance, they're checking to see whether there's any outstanding warrants or anything else that's going on. The guy wakes up. Jumps out of the ambulance, runs to the police cruiser, drives away. Steals the police cruiser. Now, he crashes it a few miles later down the road, gets out. They got to try to find him. He's gone. Poof. Missing. So, I mean, perhaps the police officers need to be a little bit less cocky. All right, we just revived him from an overdose. He's in an ambulance. We're fine. See if he's got any any arrest warrants on him or anything. Oh, is that our car driving down the road? It sure is, duh. Just a little bit cocky in Ohio. A little bit cocky. Now, I also saw this has, uh, I really, I should probably save this interview. And I might talk more about it tomorrow after I read the whole article. But the headline of the article is uh, from uh, Jack Dorsey, head of Twitter. And, uh, you know, the headline is, I don't believe that we can afford to take a neutral stance anymore. Uh, before I even get into the interview, just let me say this, Jack. Uh, that was your deal. That's what you went before Congress and said, yes, we'll be a platform. We won't be anything. We won't be content. We're just going to, or we're going to provide content. We're not going to be uh, a newspaper. We're not going to be a, a, a separate website. We're just going to provide content. So if something bad happens, we can't be responsible. And Congress said, oh, okay. That means you're not going to be left or right. You're just going to post material. Um, so, yeah, you can't afford to do that, Jack. That's your business. Uh, that's agonizing. We need to take that away. What's it called again? 
they uh, they're protected by the Communications Decency Act, and that means that uh, that bars social networking companies from being sued for speech used by their customers because they're a platform. They're just there for uh, they're just there to so you can post your stuff. So if I post something horrible about wanting to hurt someone, it's on me. It's not on Twitter or Facebook because they let me post it. They don't have any control over what I post. That's what their deal is supposed to be. They're not supposed to have uh, any any. Oh, we can't be uh, we can't be neutral anymore. Yeah, you can. Uh, that's what you're in business for, Jack. Um, I don't even want to read any more of the story today, but we'll get into it more. Maybe we will. Maybe we will. If I read it tonight and I I blow a gasket, then we might not talk about it tomorrow on chewing the fat. But if I only blow like half a gasket while reading it, then we might talk a little bit more about Dorsey's interview. Uh, can't afford to be neutral anymore. That's what you do, Mr. Twitter. Uh, thanks for listening to uh, Chewing the Fat. Uh, thanks for coming along for the ride today. Appreciate it. Uh, you Remember, you can uh, subscribe, rate, and review, and share. Look, there's four things. Other people are asking you to go out and do all kinds of stuff and spend all kinds of money. What am I asking? Four little things. Subscribe, rate, review, share. Four little things. You can do them in, in like three minutes of your life. You could, you could have it done. You subscribe to the podcast, Chewing the Fat. You rate it 20 stars. You review it, best podcast ever. And you share it with the first email that pops up into your email list. And you just say, thinking of you, and send. You're done. Yeah, you could be like Bill Fix saying, five stars, Chewing the Fat, best podcast ever. Again, best podcast ever. Make it longer and more Chris Cruz. What did you say the person's name was? Bill Fick. When did you start calling yourself that name? Just, just a question that pops into my head, first of all. It's the first thing that comes up. is just Bill, what is it? Fick. Yeah. yeah. And that's an alias you got from one of your military posts that you're so proud of that you want us to believe you had? Why are you so against me in the military? Why are you so jealous? That's all I hear is jealousy. Really? Yeah, that's all I hear. Huh. You're jealous of my military service. Huh. You're jealous of my veteran service. No. You're just jealous out of everything that no. I get from the government because I'm a veteran. Jealous is not the right word about everything <sighs> you get from the government, but it is something that's concerning to me. Yeah. Jealousy is a different word, though. Is it? Than what I am about the money you get from the government. Because, see, the funny thing is, when you say the money I get from the government, you know what I hear? What do you hear? The money you get from me. That's what I hear. That's, I mean, that's, that's, that's one thing that's different right there. Subscribe, rate, and review. You know, like Bill Thick. All right, somehow today has become officially Animal Day uh, on Chewing the Fat. Uh, we've talked about, uh, we've talked about uh, tiger on tiger violence. We've talked about uh, an adult 
uh, reverting back to uh, his uh, his uh, minor days as a ten or eleven year old sneaking into uh, homes that nobody was living in just to you know smoke pot. <laughs> what is right? And we talked about uh, hippos. Uh, from uh, Pablo Escobar getting out of control in Colombia, people should have just realized that all they have to do is and eat. Okay, instead of worrying about the hippos are taking over, no, let them breed, use them as food. Duh. Okay, so we also have uh, a um, a great story about. <laughs> I say a great story. And this is a story proof that products made today, some products made today, are just as good as products made years ago. You hear all the time, well, they don't make them like they used to. Well, that's not really true. Uh, scientists have now uh, posted a video from a uh, still working USB. All right, they've got they've got they found a, they found a USB stick, and it works great, and they got it. Because the vet was examining a sick leopard seal, and uh, it was uh, in the seal poop. So somewhere the seal ate something or someone with the USB port. Maybe someone who was you know part of uh, buddies with uh, El Chapo or uh, or Pablo, and uh, he was saving the evidence. I'd like to see what's on the USB stick. Right, but we know that hey, that's good news for the USB drive stick people. I'd be using that as advertising, man. We do make things like we used to. Back off us. We can live through being eaten by elephant, leopard seals. <laughs> and speaking of elephant leopard seals, remember a while ago where everybody was making their little jokes? Ha ha ha! Is that Jeffy running across the street? Uh, uh, in California where they showed the giant uh, the giant elephant seals and they were taking over a couple of beaches in California and uh, they have now taken over one beach that they had never taken over before and they tried to blame it on the government shutdown because there weren't guards at the beach or something to keep the elephant seals away and so uh, now the uh, seals took over this beach and uh, eh they're not leaving. They've decided, you know, you guys kicked us off this beach for years thinking you owned it. Yeah, well, it's ours now. Um, they they still are blaming it on the government shutdown because nobody was there. The park rangers, uh, I'm sorry, the furloughed park service employees weren't there to wrangle them away. But now they've come back and they're trying to wrangle them away. And the SEALs are like, no. <laughs> Go ahead, try again, human. We're staying here. This is our beach. And this is kind of a sad story, a sad animal story. Uh, You know how we always see the stories about uh, people uh, trying to smuggle uh, packets of heroin and cocaine in their stomachs, and they're flying in from, uh, they're smuggling from other countries, and then they get in and they wait for it to pass. So it's like the USB stick, only it's a heroin bag uh, being uh, passed through your body. And then it comes out and you, you know, obviously wash the bag off and use the heroin and sell the heroin. And then you're a trafficker. Yay. Well, apparently uh, they were the Colombian drug lords. 
probably, you know, Pablo Escobar. I'm sure El Chapo never would have done this. Guzman cared about animals. Right? Of course he did. Uh, They uh, were using little puppies to smuggle the heroin in. They would, you know, they'd put them in the the puppy stomachs. (laughs) That's not funny. It's not funny at all. Uh, you can't, and they had a veterinarian all ready to go. They bring the puppies into the country, knock them out, take the drugs out. What I found funny, do we really have a big puppy ring of, of puppies being uh, brought into the country from other countries for people to own dogs? I mean, it just seems, I didn't realize there was such a demand for a Colombian puppy. Just kind of seems weird to me, but okay. And uh, for those of you that have Google Home and Alexa, I don't know how to do this, so if you're listening and I'm going to set off your... You just set off every single device that is listening to you right now. So I'll take a minute. I'll take a second just to, you know, calm them down a little bit. But if you really want to know about beef, you know, as long as we're on the animal-themed show today, Tuesday's animal themed beef show. Uh, you can ask the, you can ask Chuck, your device. Your what? You can ask your device. Yeah, you can ask. You can you can say you could be like Alexa. Oh, I mean, you could be like, okay, Google now. I mean, oh, no, that's not it either. Is it Google now or is it Hey Google? Well, it might be Hey Google. I, oh, I'm... But you can... Or it could be Hey Siri. No, it doesn't give... I don't think this is on Siri. No, don't. Apple, no. it's not worked that I way? I don't think Apple is... Uh, Apple is not doing this. No, this is this is uh, a computer, mobile, a, mobile phone, Amazon, Alexa, Google Home. There's no... What is it? I'll Let me see. try it. Let me try it because I have a cereal in front of me and I can see if it works. What 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 am I supposed to do to beef? You're supposed you're supposed to ask Chuck. Chuck knows beef. That's why I say that. Yeah, you're supposed to you're supposed to say you're supposed to ask Chuck. Chuck knows beef. What's for dinner? Hey Siri, what's for dinner? Oh Chuck. Oh, I have to hey ask- Siri. Chuck knows beef. Oh, okay. Hey Siri, Chuck knows beef. You were saying Chuck knows beef. Seems like I cut you off. Can you please repeat that? Yeah, they don't. I don't have it. She so I told you, yeah, it. Siri is not wow. up to it. Yeah. Why are you a? T- wow, what is? They realize your microphone's on in there, right? And they realize that your microphone is on in there, right? So when he turns around and yells out, why are you a that comes on the podcast, right? Do they know that? Okay. That's not, however, that Chuck does not know about that. I want to be clear about that. I'm almost, let me rephrase that. I'm almost positive. Chuck does not know. You might ask Chuck that question, but I'm pretty sure he doesn't have the answer. 
Wow. Wow. Are these, are these are people that you hired, right? Absolutely not. Actually, I was involved in some of that, so I got to shut up. <laughs> Jeffy, I believe you did most of the hiring. <laughs> so this is you. <laughs> Never mind. Thanks for listening to Chewing the Fat uh, today. Happy Tuesday. It was animal-themed day. And uh, we appreciate it very much. There's big news coming on Chewing the Fat, though, really. We're going to be... Uh, there's going to be some uh, some news coming that some of you are going to be extra happy about. Some of you, it won't matter. To those that won't matter, you still have the podcast. Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Subscribe. I'm not even asking you to rate and review, but you need to subscribe. And really, you should share it. Just two things. Two of the four. Subscribe. And then share it. And just say, thinking of you. First email that pops up. Just uh, type, bring up your email, share, and you can type in any letter, A through Z. First email that pops up, enter. And the subject line, thinking of you. Good to go. Whether you like the person or not. Even if you kind of know the person, you don't know the person, send. It's thinking of you. Chewing the fat. And uh, where else are we? What else have we got going on? Well, we've got the Mercury One Museum Gala tonight. Uh, if you're listening, uh, it's the 12th of February. This is just the kickoff to the kickoff, right? Yeah. The kickoff to the kickoff of the museum. It's going to be the kickoff of the museum. Will you be here? Oh. For the museum in June. No, yeah. for tonight. Tonight. At know, six. What, six. What time is it? Six. Ooh. Well, look at the. It's two thirty, uh, baby. Look at the time. It's two thirty-five. Yeah, I know. Back to traffic. You don't have to I'm leave. To- <laughs> you can stay right here. You oh, see, you have it's right here in the building. Yeah. Oh. You see, you had extra clothes in there. I wish I was going to be here. We have to do stay an extra two hours. I, I, was, I know. If I could be here, though, it's you're already here. You don't have to leave. Yeah, but I do. To do what? Yeah, there's uh, got a thing. So there's that. Gotta run over to run over to the thing. <sighs> Why is it such a big deal that they're thinking about evacuating the Queen during the yeah. Brexit deal? Why is that such a big deal? I see this. I've been seeing this everywhere today. Of course, they're going to have a plan. It's the Queen. Yeah, of course they're going to look. Things look. Odds are things aren't going to get out of control, right? I mean, you hope. You hope and pray that things aren't going to get out of control. When we talked to Peter Ballaby, he said that if they start screwing around, it's going to get ugly on the streets, right? He even said our interview talked about that. But he talked about if they if they tried to renege on the deal, that it would get ugly. And now they're talking about if they do the deal, it's going to get ugly. Which way are we going? You voted for it. Let's do it. Quit trying to milk it around and dink it around. And you, you, the, the EU and the businesses, they've got their side stories of all these businesses wanting to leave England because they're not part of the Brexit deal. Bye. Have a nice day. You'll be back doing business with us in a year because you need our money. See you later. Go be part of the EU. Why is that such a big deal? Quit trying to suck around to the EU. Your country voted to get rid of them. But that's, I digress. Now back to the queen. Uh, of course, they're going to have a contingency plan to take care of the, the queen 
I mean, the queen might say, no, you know, leave hubby. He'll drive around and hit somebody and we'll be good. You never know. But the queen, she's going to go, right? That's the deal if they have to have a contingency plan. And it's not, I love how the secret proposals, it's not secret, you're telling us about it. I mean, why? It, it, of course they're going to have plans like that if it gets ugly on the streets. Because who are they coming for if it gets ugly on the streets? The castle. I believe the term storm the castle comes to mind. So it's uh, 10 Downey and the castle. The Theresa May's house and the castle. Have a nice day. So, of course, she's going to have a way to get out of there. Of course she is. As a matter of fact, if I'm the queen, I may just go now. And just kind of pretend I'm in the, in the castle for a while. But really, I'm in Bermuda. Just hanging out, you know, riding the little golf carts around on Bermuda, hanging out, just being like a, maybe, maybe she goes to Florida. Maybe she hangs out in Sarasota on the beach, goes down to Longboat Key, just hangs out on the beach. Looks like another 90 year old woman on the beach in Longboat Key. But really, it's the queen hiding out from Brexit. Huh. You know, if she stays, though, if she stands her ground and says she's going to stay and, you know, this is it, ooh, that would be ugly. If something bad really happened, that would be ugly. And we in the United States would be able to say, eh, that's why we left a long time ago. <laughs> we don't want anything to do with the royals a long time ago. Guess what? We still don't. Bye. Bye. <laughs>